he was on Mike Myers was on uh, Saturday Night Live, right? What? No, he wasn't. I thought he was one of the Saturday Night Live people. No. So he just no 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 yeah he was. What did he do? Um, Wayne's World. No, that wasn't Saturday Night Live. What was Wayne's World? That was uh that was a Nickelodeon show. No 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 you're no are you fucking with me? I'm fucking with you. God damn it! <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Mike what? Myers did so much on Saturday Night Live. Oh, you he motherfucker! Did, uh... I know, but I'm <laughs> stupid enough that I could have. <laughs> I would have been like, was he... For once. was he on all that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have said that. Oh man. Oh, my eyes hurt. Well, because you jammed your thumbs into them. Well, that's... yeah. Alright, hey everybody. Welcome to this episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. It's a podcast about old movies from our childhood-ish hour. Who are we? (laughs) Well, my name is Evan William Crockett. I'm Josh. (laughs) We're best friends. Okay. We're best friends. We're best friends. He's my best friend. I live in the Bay Area. Where Josh, where do you live? I'm way out here in Chicago. There's some distance between us. He's way out. There is some serious distance. Um, and in this podcast, we take old movies from our childhood-ish, and uh, and we watch them to see how well they've aged. At the end of the episode, we give it a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject. How are you doing today, Josh? Well, I just got to get this out of the way. You know, I feel like our listeners at home, they're like not in on the joke at all when we start because there's always something really funny that Evan and I are talking about that we never can put in the podcast right before we do the intro. So like literally every episode, I have my face in my hands, like trying not to laugh and... um I feel like you guys can hear it if you really, if for all those audio nerds out there, you can probably yeah. hear it. Yeah, we have the and, uh, FLAC We're not going to say what you. it is. Yeah, we're not going to say what they are, but just know that most of the time I'm trying really hard to just keep it together. <laughs> uh, and I live here in Chicago, up in Edgewater. Uh, Shout know, out to Edgewater Beach. The, uh, yeah, Edgewater Beach, repping the north side. Kind of useless during the winter, having being right next to the beach, but you know. Oh, yes. you don't you don't do like wintertime walks on the beach? Oh, dude, it's so windy out there, and oh uh, yeah, that would be bad. Actually, something cool that you can do during like deep winter in uh, on the beach and not very safe is uh, you can go out on the beach, and what will happen is because it's so windy out there, like. The, the the like the you know the waves are still crashing but they're also like freezing along the shore so there's like a little like coastline of waves kind of like frozen in place oh really like, like it kind of looks like they're breaking but they're frozen in place it's not as cool as it sounds but it's kind of cool and you can go out and walk on them 
No. Because they're not like deep. Well, it's like a foot tall. Okay. So it's not like you're going to like fall into the lake. Did you hear how concerned I just got? I was like, no. No, I knew that was going to happen. Don't do I it, listeners. I'm concerned about me, dad. <laughs> I'm your dad. Evan, you, Evan, you, that was our joke in high school. Evan used oh, to be my dad. Dude, that's, that I'm was, that followed me through college to today. It still Every, happens. Everybody calls me dad. Shout outs to, um, the most recent case where it happened and it was actually kind of funny is, um, uh, shout out to Sasha Bailey. I, I went to see the show that she was working. She was working box office, and um, who's this? What's the story again? I'm trying to tell it. It's a story of a funny dad time, and she was like, uh, she saw me. I came into the box, or I came into the the area, and she saw me, and she just yells, "Dad!" and she runs around the corner and like gives me a big hug. And you have to you have to visualize it. I'm six foot four. She's probably five foot three. Like she's really a small person. So she hugged me and then she was like, I bet all these people think you're actually my dad. <laughs> and like, cause nobody batted an eye. Nobody, everybody was like, aw. <laughs> that she ran so around have you the been corner. Con- have, have you been continuing to live this lie outwardly to the public since then? That, that I'm her you dad. Are her father. If people think that, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot worse people that could be my daughter. So, that's <laughs> cool. Are you okay? Oh, oh, I almost choked on a fingerling potato. <laughs> um, no, yeah, yeah, everybody. I'm, I'm your, I'm. If you're listening to this, I'm probably your dad, and I'm very proud of you, Josh. What did we watch this week for tapes, tapes, tapes? Our podcast. I know what it is. I know what we're doing. We watched, um, did you watch uh, it? That Mike Myers movie. Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Oh 1996, God. five, four, somewhere those. It's somewhere. What I is watched it? it. 97. I watched it on the train to this podcast recording. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the whole it's... thing on the podcast or on the train? Uh, most of it. <laughs> Oh man. It's fresh. I did that to help, so it'd be fresh in my mind. Nice. Now I can now I can pick and pick. You that's, can pick that's and the pick. New segment. Did you watch this when pick. you were a kid? Yes. Yeah. I think everybody this was this movie was huge. How could you not? Yeah. Mike Myers. Mike Myers at in his prime. I think he was done was he done with Saturday Night Live? Ow. I don't uh, remember if he was actually done with it or not. I don't know. Saturday Night Live was done with him, though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He must have been because this was after... I'm just looking at IMDb. This was after Wayne's World 2 came out. So he must have been done, right? I don't know. I mean, th- those early 90s, I wasn't really tracking Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live was but more But it was like definitely a, the heyday of the SNL movies. Yeah. Like you had... Um, Night at the Roxbury. Yep. Wayne's World. Ladies Man. Well, uh, yeah, um, and those uh, those Rob Schneider movies that I don't think they were they were those weren't SNL? they weren't Saturday Night Live movies, but it was like people who were in Saturday Night Live were in those. Like Austin Powers yeah. had some. Like Austin Powers had the the Will Ferrell cameo. Like You're he, right, he right. would not have been able to have that without the Saturday Night Live legacy. Um, but yes, yeah, so you mean was, Will Ferrell and Brownface? Yeah, that was ugh. That that part did not age well for sure. But uh, but no, yeah, this movie was huge. Um, I specifically remember when I was a kid, 
Um, I was telling this to Morgan while we were watching it. After the movie, like after watching it, me and my brothers or my friends, I can't remember who I, who we watched it with, but um, we were saying like frig, like frigging. Friggin'? Yeah, frigging. And she, I remember her being like, you can't say that. Don't say that. And I was like, what? And she was like, no, you can't say it. And then me and my friends were like, what about frick? And she was like, yeah, that that's fine, but you can't say frig. <laughs> What's wrong with the letter G? I don't know. But I remember, and I might be misremembering what that. What did G do? But I, I just seem to remember it was one or the other. She either had a problem with frick or with frig. And I... I don't know. It's just when I think back to that as a as an adult, I'm like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> she was like, well, I'll let them say one of those, but I'm not going to let them say both of those. <laughs> Should we go clean in our podcast? Should we stop swearing? Uh, yes. No. We're going to... St- oh, from do the rest swear? of the episode. I guess we do swear. I definitely do. Yeah, I think we both do. I don't know. I'll try to go as long as possible without swearing. Okay. Set a little timer. You're gonna set a timer. That's pointless. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna edit this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell? All right. Anyway, so yeah, I, that's what I remember from this movie is like it was it was definitely raunchy. Like watching it back with Morgan, like it was really inappropriate, but in a very cartoony way. Which I know I I know I, I feel like I say that about a lot of these live action. 90s movies That's your like feedback for everything. I know. I'm such a I'm such a little prude. I guess you're it's such just, a little dad. It's, you're a big dad. Sorry. I guess I am a big dad. It's weird. I I don't think of myself as being all that prudish, but I guess I kind of am because I'm like, wow, I can't believe I was 9 and watching this stuff, but I I feel no. like they don't do they just not make movies like this anymore or do I not watch them? Like what's the well, you definitely are getting daddish if you're saying that they don't make movies like this anymore. I just feel like they don't. I feel like they they don't make these like comedies for adults and I guess kids because it's very cartoony, but like I don't know, for this one it's so like I don't think it's true that's true and I'm kind of I'm wondering what examples I would come up with. Yeah, that's but... a, like try to think. I can't think of a movie in the last 5 years that's like Oh, you know what they probably are? They're probably like those, um, like Daddy's Home with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, like pretty much any Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, okay, so like that's Elf. probably what it is. But see, Elf is not raunchy. Oh uh, well, you st- like uh, this yeah, this but, movie? You've got Elizabeth yeah. Hurley naked, and Austin Powers is like, "Would you like some milk?" And she's like, "Absolutely, Austin." And then he's like pouring milk. It's like supposed to be coming from her tits. And then you've got well, like the yeah, the Italian like lady in you've got the Italian lady who gets in the hot tub and then her boobs float to the top of the water. It's like that's no. They they don't make movies like that anymore. God, they don't make them like they used to. I feel like I'm I'm not trying to be nostalgic for it, but I guess I sort of am. That's the whole thrust of this podcast. What do you That's your new name, your nostalgia dad. Nostalgia dad. What do you, so you watched this too when you were a kid? Well, yeah, this was, well, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. We didn't have social media. We didn't have ways of taking pictures of having like, oh, look at this cool thing that I did. So let me prove my social status. Social media currency, uh, which is a thing, 
which we can do with like cell phones and Instagram now. Like back in the day, we didn't have those things. We just had to like, if there was like a cool movie or a cool song, you just needed to know it. Yeah, it's like, like part of the pop it. culture. And, yeah, and yeah. like what, when I was in like fourth or third grade or whatever it was, it was like you had to be able to quote, if you didn't know like, I just want sharks with laser beams yep. attached to their head. Uh, then you were not fucking cool. Yeah. I even had like early old school, like I had like recordings, like audio files on my computer of like just sound bites of the funny beats from this movie. Yeah. Like it was just an audio clip of like, uh, like I'm cool. I'm hip. Yeah. This movie was insanely quotable, which I I kind of remembered, but I didn't I didn't really appreciate it until Morgan and I were watching it. And I think the very first line of the movie, like as it was happening, we both turned to each other and said it out loud. And it was yep. I, I don't remember what it was, but like that just that happened throughout the movie where I was like, Oh yeah, sharks with frickin' laser beams on top of their head and the Will Ferrell part, like when he gets dumped in the dumped in the fire. And then they shoot the gun, and you're just waiting. Like the there, and then there's beat, beat. You shot me! Like it's just, it was so perfect. The rhythm of it's it. It's all so memorable. It's well, so it's memorable. really well written. It's re- and he wrote it. Mike Myers wrote it. He's a funny. He's the funny one. It's really amazing. Like it's every thirty seconds. Like you could you could dissect it. Every thirty seconds, something funny happens. It's like just there's good bits. There's really good bits. Um, gosh, the, the one that, I mean, there were so many that made me crack up out loud. Like, uh, the one where he has the little car in the hallway. That's the best bit in the whole movie. And he, and he's trying to do a U-turn. I think, (laughs) I don't know if like any, I don't, I could be wrong, but who else has really done that bit and been that successful? Like, God damn. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. It just was. I mean, whatever, hashtag spoilers for the ending. We had so much fun rewatching this. Like it was it was spoilers. It was really engaging. Um I, I was shocked. I was like, Oh, it's probably not gonna be that good anymore, but I was really surprised at how well all the gags and even the references um held up. And uh I, I don't know. And it, and at this point it's like a weird like double period piece because it was a it was making fun of the swingers 60s like British style that was 30 years before it and it has been 20 years since this movie came out. So everything's all dated like those old laptops and it's specifically 90s. It's, well, it's not super specific to 90s, but it just is by happenstance. Yeah, it just it takes place in the 90s, so but also I think it it feels more 90s because they're like introducing uh Austin Powers character to like modern quote-unquote modern technical innovations, which in 1997 was like, look, the Basil Exposition can leave a video message on AOL. Oh, excuse me. I never got that as a kid. That is Basil Exposition. I know. Neither did I. I I also reacted to that. I was like, wait, his name is <laughs> I was is watching the movie, and he's like, it's when he gets like the, the dental floss, and he's, he's like, ah, exposition. 
I'm like, oh my god, it's so true. He just delivers exposition. Yeah, that's literally it's all genius. he does. Genius. Right over the heads of kids. Yeah. Like a little paper plane. <laughs> like a little paper plane. Um, yeah, no, fan, really still very funny. Uh, Mike Myers, comedic timings, out of this world. Um, Elizabeth Hurley's character, like she's she's very beautiful and that's about all that you get. Uh, that's, you know, I guess that that aspect of it doesn't age very well. Um, the, the one scene that I thought was really important while we were watching it, because Austin Powers character, like he's, he's kind of creepy, you know, he's, he's a very sexual, like he's very sexually forward, but the scene where they were in Las Vegas and they were like in the hotel, they were in the hotel room and she was like, I want you to have me Austin. And he was like, I can't love you drunk. I was like, okay, smart of them to put that in there. Because otherwise, I think it would have been more difficult to relate to him as a character. Yeah, you know, hasn't aged well in that capacity. Yeah, exactly. In the capacity, it's like, oh, it's just like a womanizer. Yeah. And he's very and, forward and about it. Don't get me wrong. Like, he still is. Like, the movie is definitely still sexist from that point of view. But at least he's not, you know, at least they did have a have a beat of him going... You're drunk. This is not a sober decision. Okay. Like, it makes him just a little bit more relatable. Dude, we never did a synopsis. Do a synopsis right now, baby. We'll insert it later. We'll insert it later. Can I just do a synopsis for the end of the movie since we're so far along? (laughs) What? No. Here we go. Plot summary. Okay, here we go. This one's by... Simon. Austin Powers is a 60s spy who is cryogenically frozen and released in the 90s. The world is a very different place for Powers. Unfortunately for Austin, everyone is no longer sex mad. That's a good way to put it. Although he uh, may be in a different decade, his mission is still the same. He has teamed up with Vanessa Kensington to stop the, stop the evil Dr. Evil. God, you could have used a different word who was also frozen in the past. Dr. Evil stole a nuclear weapon and is demanding a payment of, he when he realized it's the 90s, $100 billion. Can Austin Powers stop this madman? Or will he ca- ca- caught up... Come on, dude, spell. He will... Or will he <laughs> caught up with Evil's henchmen with wow. names like a lot of vagina and random task? Yeah. Only time will tell. All right. Good job, Simon. Way to put Thanks, Simon, Simon on blast. He put it on here. I know. Well, why don't you edit it? Is Design DB work like a Wikipedia? Can you do it? Uh, no, it's not. I can't edit it. Oh, balls. So what did you think while watching it 30 minutes ago? <laughs> Whatever you watched it. Uh, well, it was... Uh, I'm trying to think of what would be specific to 30 minutes ago. It was great to watch it on the red line and not hear people scream at each other. <laughs> that's, that's my review. That's topical for uh, for the red line. For the red line. Shout outs. Shout outs. Red uh, line. Shout out CTA red line. You hashtag us at. I think there's actually a handle for CTA red line because we'll add them. 
it's a thing. I'll add them. All right. Uh, it, you know, you think you can't really help but like watch this movie and not think of the sequels that came afterwards, just because they all kind of like it's kind of, <laughs> you know, it's you, it's kind of like the same thing for me with uh, um, what was that movie, The Matrix? Like this movie, Austin Powers, I feel like is different than the sequels. Yeah. And I feel like the sequels kind of ruined it a little bit. Just kind of like The Matrix was a movie, and then I feel like the sequels kind of ruined it a little bit too. Because this movie is actually, yeah. like, when when you take away its issues of, like, you know, people being kind of put into the, lots of stereotypes, lots of cultural appropriation, you know, lots of, you know, some racism and, yeah. uh, you know, just sexism and all this stuff. When you strip all that away, it's actually a really smart and funny send-up of like James Bond movies. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's a like, great and they parody. Do a, you do they do a really good job with that. Like I think Doctor Evil and Austin Powers is like kind of the perfect duo to kind of tell that tell that whole little spoofy story. Uh, so in that sense, like yeah, it's it's good, but I couldn't really enjoy it that much. Oh, really? Uh, outside of well, I mean the jokes were funny. It's like I didn't give a shit about the story. I just was there for the jokes. I knew you were going to have a problem jo- with the story. I, I was like, yeah. I bet you, I I think I even said so to Morgan. I was like, I bet you Josh is going to have a problem with, because the characters, there's no real character development. There's like, there's the very black and white thing where it's like Austin Powers becomes monogamous, but like that's that's really it. Well, it's not so much that like the structure of the story is bad because it all, you know, it all has a good through line. It's just that it's, at the end of the day, it's just about like a guy that's a spy, that's a womanizer, kind of having to adapt to a different situation, and he doesn't do a very good job. And in the end, nothing really changes that much. Yeah, he's, he just like he still gets the girl. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like the only other protagonists are either like the bad guy, which or, is also like, him. Some other- <laughs> Which, like, I can appreciate that. And then, yeah, Vanessa Kensington, who's just kind of there to be, like, you know, an obstacle. Yeah, she's, yeah, I was sort of disappointed. And a plot device. Yeah, I was definitely disappointed with with her character and Elizabeth Hurley. um, She's not really an actor, like... I, but was it accidental or was it on purpose? Because that's also the case for most James Bond movies. Right. Just yeah. like you have like the Bond girl, like they don't even get a name. They're just like the, like Daniel Craig, number two Bond girl or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I thought of Daniel Craig first. What did you eat? No. What did you eat? <laughs> I didn't eat anything while we watched this. I don't think. Serious snack. Serious snacks. It happened. <laughs> I ate during this episode. What did you eat? Nothing, because I was standing on the train. Oh, that's right. You just holding my holding my phone. <laughs> you just watched watching it. Austin Powers. <laughs> no, wait. Did I eat anything? Well, while I think I ate a uh, during this I, uh, episode, you ate a you ate chicken breast and right before potatoes. I left. Well, sure. We'll count that. I had chicken breast and fingerling potatoes. Fun, fun, fun. 
All right. Well, I think that that about wraps it up for for our experiences of of watching the movie. Um, are you are you prepared to give it a rating? Let me prepare myself a moment uh, longer. Okay. okay. You got to make sure you're physically, mentally, all right, spiritually yeah, yeah, prepared. Okay. Joshua, yeah, I'm ready now. I've conferred. Blank, blank. Would you be kind and rewind or eject and reject, baby? I would be kind and rewind. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Were you stressed <laughs> out by that one? I was a little worried. I was like, is the story stuff going to get to you so much that you can't? I mean, I, I do agree. I think to your point earlier about like the sequels kind of ruining it. Like we were like we watched it, and then Morgan was like, "I have no interest in watching the sequels," and I, of course, was like, "I kind of want to watch them just because I'm I'm like a weird completionist mindset like that." Um, oh, by the way, yeah. be, be kind of rewind again for for sure. I would love to watch this movie again. Yeah, I would love to see it, and I would like to see this watch this movie like every five years just to be like, let's see. And you know, again, it's it's funny. My point earlier about like how it's it's sort of a double period piece because it's it's like a, an homage and a parody of the '60s, but it takes place in the '90s. Like the one thing that I found was really funny about it was like the ransom that they have for for the for the world back in 1997 or whatever was a hundred billion dollars. Like that's nothing now. <laughs> like, isn't it funny how? Yeah, it's it's like that's just like oh yeah, that's a that's a, a stock market company. Like whatever. Yeah, like it's it's just crazy how how much it's different now. Um, Let's have a separate conversation about uh, currency inflation. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the needs of the many. Doesn't that the sound fun, kids? <laughs> Do you think kids listen to this podcast? What's our demographic? Uh your Fuck. your mom and um Right. That's it. Your mom. So Oh wait, not your mom. No, not my mom. But your mom and if I can talk her into it, sometimes my wife. <laughs> can, can we just can we come up with like an amalgam? Like just can we make a name for our audience members so when we want tapers. to address our audience? Tapers? That's what I've been using. Oh, I was thinking like Jessica. What you just want to call them? Uh, just like them all, an, Jessica. Like a, just a like just a name. <laughs> just a name. It doesn't okay. have to be Jessica. No, it's but Jessica. It's Jessica. Yeah, Justin Roiland. Right. It's Jessica. That's uh, not. That's such a common name. <laughs> Shout out at us, Justin Roiland. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Tapes, 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 Jessica. Uh, if you want to find. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. If you want to find us on social media, we are Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Facebook. Um, You can subscribe, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, You can at Jarsh Barwin, uh, J-A-R-S-H-B-A-R-W-E-N. I don't even have to do it anymore. You'll just do it for me every time. It's just easier. I don't even have to plug myself. It's easier if I'm in control. Whoa, <laughs> Dad! I'm the one on in control, and you don't even know it. My tooth still hurts. Sorry, let me stop that for you. Eh. All right. Oh, you feel better oh, now? Yes, I do. Actually, that feels really good. Oh, good. That's because I have a little dial box here for all of Evan's pains. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to turn them on. <laughs> what? All of my pains? Um. You want it here? You want me to? <laughs> I can turn up the dial on. 14-year-old memories. 
Oh no! I'll let you decide whether or not that's fourteen-year-old you or uh, the memories are. Oh man! Years uh, freshman year of high Here school. Here we go. We're up to fifty. We're up to fifty percent. Uh, I was so nervous about going back to mainstream school after being in an alternative middle school for the previous years. Ah! And now we're putting it up to a hundred percent. Ah, Ms. Millum. <laughs> and now back down to zero. Oh boy. Oh, why did you do that? I'm sorry. I didn't tell you that I had this. No, I didn't know. Mm. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. You weren't. We weren't able to use the last five minutes. Trust us. It was terrible. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, well, yeah, they didn't get to hear the first five minutes, and now they don't get to hear the last five. What Symmetry. A, what a lucky bunch. <laughs> we had to live it. <laughs> Aren't we so lucky? Josh. All right. I'm going to stop. Compliment of the episode. You probably smell like sandalwood.